Welcome to the College Essay Advisors podcast. Before we introduce ourselves, here's a little preview of what's to come. Because I think they're looking to see what's your viewpoint? How do you visualize the world? What kind of creative thinking? What kind of interesting perspective are you going to bring to campus? And like, what kinds of ideas are you going to trade? How are you going to engage with other people? Welcome to College Essay Advisors Podcast, an ongoing exploration of how to write college admissions essays that get you noticed and accepted. Hi, my name is Stacey Brooke, and I'm the founder and chief advisor at College Essay Advisors. Hi, my name is Becca Myers, and I am the director of advising at College Essay Advisors. Hi, we're back with... um brainstorming episode... With our second brainstorming episode. <laughs> we're back with hate. <laughs> Hi, we're back with hate. Um, we are now going to do our second brainstorming exercise or the second half of this list of things you love, list of things you hate brainstorming exercise. We had so much fun with the loved one that we went on forever and, uh, and we needed to make another episode to contain the things that we hated. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. There aren't so many of those things. Um, anyway, so now Becca and I are going to uh, ask each other about the things we wrote down that we hate or, you know, actively dislike. It doesn't have to be full on hate. You yeah. want to go? Uh, sure. I, I don't actually have as many for hate, mo- mostly because I was like feeling the love, but I'll just kind of show you what I have here. Um, my first one, and you'll see as I, as I, as I list them, the, the wild like contrast between things that are a bit juvenile and things that are like whoa so the first one is cleaning a colander i hate cleaning <laughs> colanders they're not meant to be you know the, I understand. yeah, yeah. I, I just i don't do it and i you don't have the right scrubbing tool i resent that i have to get one honestly <laughs> i leave dare, the colanders for you other colander. dare you colander i'd like leave it for other people in my household. Like, and I will always be that. And person. you know what? The first thing on their list is people who leave calendars oh, for yeah. other people. To oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And I also like related to that. I don't rinse quinoa. I don't even rinse rice. My husband bought a rice rinser and I was like, what is this? Well, some rice you don't have to rinse. This is, we're going to get off topic here. I hate Yeah. Okay. Anyway, anyway, cleaning colanders, rinse. rinsing rice. Okay, no, nice. thank you. Uh, my next one is transphobia. Hate it. Yeah. Hate, hate this trend of not allowing people to be who they're supposed to be. Hate it. 100%. Hate gun violence. Hate racism. Hate returning foster dogs. Mm. I know. Um, hate mm. poor Wi-Fi. Hate aging. Also love aging. That is a complicated one. Poor hate Wi-Fi sk- also on my list. I'm sorry. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> hate that I bought a scale to be thinking about better nutrition as I get older, um, called my scale scaly. He talks to me, don't like him, hate the sound of people chewing and really hate people asking me to visualize because I have a condition where I do not visualize at all, at all. Can't do it. Did not realize that. Really? There's a name for it. One person of the population has it. And so if you were like, visualize a beach, I got nothing. I don't Mm. see any pictures in my head ever. Damn. Aphantasia. That's what it's called. Kind of sounds like a producer cat. Mm. Leaning in yeah. to this. Yeah. To this it's really interesting. Thing. Like people that have had it. Um, and I only found out about it a few years ago. One of the cool. founders of Facebook has it and he wrote an article about it. So 
Yeah. Anyway, that's my list. Yeah. Um, Tell me what you hate. Wow, your list is way deeper than my list. No, it's like not that deep. I mean, really kept it at the surface here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But but my first one is is truly one of my all time deepest hates, and it is the act of sneezing. Hate it. Feels violent to me. I know some in yourself or in others or myself. I mean, I don't really love it in others. Yeah. Okay. Um, so dislike that, um, when I was mean people, that's like all the things that you said more articulately, like transphobia and racism. I just grew that all under people that suck. Um, yeah. slow walkers hate we're in New York city here. If you were slow walking, I am mowing you down. Um, hate being late, really hate being late relatedly. Sorry, I was late today. I would say this is not a hate, but maybe like just an active dislike or um, occupational hazard. Not so into student procrastinators. Like we can do our work on time, right? We can. I think we can. Um, That said, we have so many of them and we love you so much. You just Mm -hmm. drive us nuts, but that's what we're here for. Um, Hey, bad internet service uh do, 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 do. what else did i have here oh hard pants uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm not really feeling hard pants lately um oh yeah we didn't just dissect our list at all uh we didn't dissect our list yet did we oh let's go back no and but no, it's you fine. want to dissect We're mine I... first since i just since i just said it and it's on our mind and then we can go back to yours yeah so one of the things I would follow up with and ask you, I'm interested in slow walkers and how that intersects with you not liking mean people, because I think that some slow walkers can't help but be slow. You know what I'm saying? They're, yes, of course. Yeah, and, yes. Course. and I'm not I'm not calling you mean. I'm just saying like it, it is interesting to me the ways in which the some of and I'm the same way. Some of the things that we severely dislike, mm-hmm. we ourselves like are responsible for some of the energy we're putting in the world, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, like sometimes, yeah, 100%. And I love when these kinds of conversations start, I actually have thought about my own frustration with people who walk slowly and turned it around on myself to say, you probably won't be able to walk this fast forever. And some part of me wants to take advantage of that because I love and really appreciate my mobility, my body and what it does for me right now. So I think there's some part of me that loves leaning into that. Um, and then I was like, you know what? It's not, it's not necessarily snow walker, slow walkers. It's more people that don't have a, um, don't have comprehension about the space they're taking up as related to other people. Like you cannot walk four in a row on a New York sidewalk. I will I will, I will physically break that up with my energy. Yeah, no, totally. I will, sta- I get I will that. stare a hole into that until it opens yeah. <laughs> up for me. Um, so, but this is, this is a pretty good example though, of how something that, um, something that seems fairly simple when you write it down can actually make you think about a whole bunch of different things. Also, like what is living in New York city? Like Stacey, how long have you lived in New York city? What are some of the ways that, um, that city life has impacted you and the way that you operate. Maybe I'm a, maybe I'm the kind of person who like goes, 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 goes all the time so much that there's a time when I need to slow down and be the slow walker. Yes, yes, yes. That 
that uh that I value because of my innate just uh my innate mode of operation which is zoom 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 all the time yeah I'm also drawn to what you said about like taking up space I would ask you in what ways do you not take up space and what ways do you take up space how have you learned to claim space for yourself particularly as a woman like um, is that related to a frustration? Like, do you get more frustrated when you see men walking slowly and taking up space on the sidewalk? You know what I mean? Like, there's something to unpack there about, like, self-confidence also, and power. I, totally. I might also counter and say that potentially as a woman, I feel like I'm especially equipped to to cede space to other people when they need it or to be mm-hmm. extra respectful of those around me. And as someone who potentially has felt in her life, like she's been edged out in certain situations, like my innate desire is to leave an opening for somebody to come in. Yeah. Oh my God. And so, wow, that's, that's an essay, right? No doubt. No doubt. And one that I actually believe could relate to the experiences of a 16 year old and their experiences in this world. And these are the exact kind of conversations I think we want to be having with students. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and this can very easily like seg into an identity essay. Like if you live in a mostly white town and you're a student of color, like you're thinking about space, right? You're Mm -hmm. thinking about how to claim it and and ways that you felt isolated from it and Mm -hmm. yeah love it yeah I want to go back to your hates (laughs) me too obviously the essay needs to be about the colander completely completely um or I mean (laughs) or not well no the call I mean the colander we're talking about space and ways for things to escape or um I don't know we could turn the colander into a symbol somehow remind me of the rest of the list so colander, and then I move very quickly into transphobia, right, right. Yes. <laughs> gun violence. I'm really thinking about. Uh, I really, I, I'm, I'm thinking about the same things that you are given. What's yeah, you are. It is right mean now. people, right? It is mean people. Well, um, not, I think it is. It's just um, a certain energy that's so pervasive that just feels overwhelming right now in the world with, with these specific, uh, with these specific topics that take it out of you it's on the yeah. mind all the time the not visualizing too for me is is it's actually a question that I ask almost all of my students is how do you think and I don't always say like do you visualize because I love mm-hmm. to connect with students who don't visualize we always have like a moment on zoom where I'm like I love you like mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't see a beach either um <laughs> but like that question is really cool because it like not only does it encompass like do you see pictures or not but it's like are you more analytical mm-hmm. are you associative how do you learn right like are you do you do you memorize do you need things repeated are you visual are you not like all of that is totally connected how you think is often like at the core of what your topic is like i just I, i'm really i'm really into those sort of and like what admissions content. is actually looking to learn about you because i think they're looking to see what's your viewpoint? How do you visualize, visualize the world? What kind of creative thinking, what kind of interesting perspective are you going to bring to campus and use as influence 
on other students? Like what kinds of ideas are you going to trade? How are you going to engage with other people? Um, and I think for pretty much everything on both lists, there's a natural counterpoint to like the thing that you hate is also related to a thing that you love. So yes, maybe, maybe it's frustrating that you can't visualize things, but your poetic brain is so beautiful. And there is something about not being able to do one thing that opens a door to another thing that might be unexpected. That's worth, that's worth diving into. Oh my God. Cause do you know, I'm a poet. No, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> mwah, mwah. Um, <laughs> I'm just jealous. No, but your observation, that's so insightful that they often connect because I loved fostering dogs and I hate returning the foster dogs. So I'm willing to move through that that pain of loss to do a thing that I think is important. Like Absolutely. I'm sort of living in the moment when I'm with those dogs. Shout out to Cashew, Dozer, and Stewie. And I think the main takeaway from all of this, I hope, is that a simple brainstorming exercise that starts with like literally just a riff, like a page vomit, like just put it all down. Don't think about it too hard can lead to some incredibly insightful conversations. I mean, some of these have sparked like two hour brainstorming sessions with students where you just can't stop talking about the things that are coming out of a student's brain. And I find so often students are surprised by how much we can get out of a simple brainstorming exercise like this. So I, I think it's empowering for a student to feel like, oh, there actually is something about me worth writing about. And even the tiniest, tiniest thing. I think there's a misconception with a lot of students that they need to have done something that just moves the earth in terms of its impact. And it's not true. And most often, um, you know, students have the same basic set of experiences they're working with. We're all going to high school, doing our extracurricular activities. Everybody has their own interests, but there isn't so much grand disparity in terms of, um, you know, the amount of things students are bringing to the table. I think a lot of it is about how you process your life and what you've been through and your ability to be introspective and reflective and to find meaning in whatever it is you're doing. And, you know, that's what we're here to help you with. That's our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening or watching. If you like our content, please like and subscribe to follow us for more. Happy writing. <laughs>